Hey, it's Big Joe for your trusted local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer, Absolute Comfort. Chris Wedekin is the owner, and he tells us why many homeowners are giving up their air conditioners for a high-efficiency heat pump. By removing your air conditioner and replacing it with a heat pump, you are not only saving by getting a higher-efficiency air conditioner, the heat pump works in reverse and saves you money in the wintertime as well. See if a heat pump is the right move for you by going to absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer. 93 WIBC, it is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob Casey's here. And Casey, you know, it is time for children across central Indiana to go back to school. Yeah, a lot of them have started already. And while we have many fine people working inside the public education system, I don't think it's a stretch to say our public education system is broken. Is it time to put who's your children first? Well, it seems like we always put everybody but the Hoosier children first. And joining us now on the drivehubler.com hotline, he was literally foaming at the mouth saying, Rob, I must come on. We must talk about the highly broken public education system. Our good friend, the former 2020 Libertarian nominee for governor, running again in 2024, Donald Rainwater. How are you, my friend? Good morning, Rob and Casey. I'm doing pretty well. Uh, it's uh, back to school time in Indiana, and so there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, so you look at the public education system, and it always floors me, and I'd be curious to get your, your thoughts on this. So on one hand, the General Assembly says, well, we must throw more money than ever before at vouchers and getting kids the opportunity to get out of the public education system. And then on the other hand, they say, we must throw more money than ever before at the public education system. That doesn't seem to compute with me. What sayeth you? Well, I'll tell you, it it sounds to me like uh, the public education system in the state of Indiana is a a lot like the Titanic. And uh, the folks in the General Assembly, the folks uh, who have declared to run for governor in uh, 2024 uh, on both sides of the aisle uh, are talking about – trying to patch the ship while it's going down, and they want to spend a lot of money to do it, instead of getting the lifeboats out and putting the lifeboats out so that we can get Hoosier families in the lifeboats. And I think that's why uh, universal school choice, and, and not the, the uh, what I would call the uh, cotton candy version that they're talking about in the Indiana General Assembly, but real universal school choice, that's the lifeboats. For, for Hoosier families, in my opinion. And what we need to do is we need to decentralize education, give it back to parents, school boards, teachers. Uh, we need to strengthen the, the concept of the PTA or the PTO that was a, an integral part of education when I was a kid. We need to amend our state constitution to stop giving our General Assembly and and the two old political parties uh, an excuse for taxing Hoosiers and then redistributing that money and calling it education funding. Yeah, so let me ask you, let me me ask you this. Yeah, let me, real quick on this. So we always hear from the, uh, well, it's usually like teachers, union heads or whatever, but I mean, there are people who believe it and go, oh my gosh, our local public education system is so great. Well, if it's actually so great, wouldn't everybody just keep going to the public education system if they were given the choice between public education or something else? It, it seems like they say the stuff, but then when you say, well, then nothing will change or, well, you can't have choice. Right, right. Absolutely. 
And, you know, the, the, another big tell, if we're, you know, talking about the poker game that is the General Assembly funding things with uh, Hoosier taxpayers' money, is the fact that when you start talking about these things, you know, they immediately go to the idea that, well, you know, the, this is it's, it's in the state constitution. It's, it's part of what we're supposed to do. And so we as Hoosiers need to realize that, uh, you know, public education is failing. And our governor, our current governor, loves to say, you know, we don't have Hoosiers who are educated well enough to fill all these high-paying technical jobs (laughs) that I'm bringing in from out of the state and out of the country and we need to train our, our people up. Well, that's what public education was supposed to be doing for the past four decades, and it certainly hasn't been working. And, you know, I was taught if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you're getting. So if you think that Hoosiers aren't trained up, then maybe it's our public education system's fault, and maybe we need to get the lifeboats out into the water. Two questions for you. Donald Rainwater, our guest, he was a 2020 Libertarian nominee for governor, running again in 2024. Uh, If you're governor in 2024, first question, will you have some wacky, wild, stupid slogan like, level up? What what will be your slogan, Don? Oh, no, my my slogan is we need better government, not bigger government. <laughs> uh, that's mu- better much better. Government. It's much better. Yeah, much better. You know, we, we need, first of all, again, uh, and, and this is something that I think people need to understand and, and we don't talk enough about, is the fact that uh, right now the voucher program Uh, their version of school choice is you can choose any school that we accredited. But they're in charge. That means they're in charge. Yeah, that's not choice. That's, you know, that's, uh, well, you know, uh, the ship's going down, and as long as you stay on the ship, well, (laughs) you can go anywhere on the ship you want to. (laughs) (laughs) That's not going to keep us from drowning. So what we what we need is we need for Hoosiers to start innovating and start realizing that that what we really need are privately accredited, uh, whether those are national accreditation uh, entities, regional accreditation entities. We need privately accredited schools to be uh, planted and and grown. And, and we need people to have real choice mm-hmm. and be able to decide where their kids and, – and look, if you want to send your children to a school that teaches things that I don't agree with, that's what the First Amendment is about. Yeah, and, and Don – You have and, the right to choose, and you know I say all the time, liberty is the right for me to be as stupid as I want to be. <laughs> As long as I don't hurt you. Yeah, and, and Don, you're, you're right. If the public education system is so great, as everyone says, they'll win out and the private schools will go under. Uh, Casey, go ahead. All right, Donald. So Jennifer McCormick, who's running for governor under the Democrat label, says that we need a leader who believes in common sense, decency, and finding solutions <laughs> that make our state better. Sounds to me well, like I'm she— I'm glad that she's endorsing me. Ah, there we go. It, it sounds to me like she wants Hoosiers to change to fit her definition. 
definition of leadership. That is exactly right. And, you know, I, I, I have to say this. I guess she's either a Republican or a Democrat <laughs> because she's run for, for statewide office now as both. And either way she goes, what she's proposing is more big government, more uh, socialist education policy, because that's what public education is. It's, it's government-run education. Government owns the schools. Government decides the curriculum. And if you're a parent and you don't like the way that your child is being taught, you need to go sit down in the corner and shut up. Hey, well, that's not the way it should work. i got about a minute left. I wanted to ask you this. We had a guy call the show. He said he went to the Hendricks County Fair. Braun was out there, Mike Braun. He asked him about property taxes, and basically Braun told him, kiss my ass, I'm not doing anything on property taxes. It's just fine the way it is, and it'll work itself out. Why are the – I mean, it's just like across the board, these Republicans, it, it's like they get they have some bizarre fetish about making it as hard as humanly possible to live in your home. None of these Republicans, any of them, have a plan on property taxes. Why are the Republicans so excited – about taxing you as much as you as they can to live in your home? Well, because millionaires don't worry as much about making sure that they can feed their families and clothe their kids and, and pay their mortgages and, and as the rest of us do. They're out of touch. They don't understand. They, uh, tell me the last time one of these uh, establishment uh, Republican or Democrat candidates had to sit down and worry about do I have enough money in the bank to cover all my bills? We have runaway inflation. We have uh, small business owners in the state of Indiana who are shutting their doors because they can't get staff and because the, the supply chain is still broken. And, and these folks don't experience these problems. And if you don't experience, you've, if you've never had to worry about these things, then you all – don't worry about them. That's the problem. Uh, Casey, go ahead. Now, that's a different perspective that people have. You've never said that you want to abolish all taxes, though. Well, I would love to abolish all taxes, <laughs> but that's not practical. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I would love to live in a world where, um, you know, everything was funded by uh, uh, money falling off of trees, but we don't live in that universe. We have to have uh, some practical way of paying for the shared services that we have in society. And I understand that. I may not like it, but I understand it. But the reality is, is if we want to uh, really invigorate our economy, the way to do it is to uh, put a true cap on property taxes eliminate the state income tax, eliminate the, the state's vehicle excise tax, and the, the reality that you're, you're currently having to register your vehicle every year, whether you move or not, mm. roll back the gas tax to pre-2017 levels and get, get rid of the indexing the automatic taxation without representation that the current gas tax represents in Indiana, 
and people will want to come to Indiana. All right, all right, Rainwater, you've you've sold me. I'll vote for you. It's fine. I was on the fence. I will now vote for you. Hey, where can people find you? Uh, They can find me at uh, Rainwater for Indiana on Facebook and at www.rainwaterforindiana.com. And uh, you can look at the uh, my stance on the issues, and of course you can go there. And if you like what you hear, you can click that donate button because the old can- the old party re- candidates currently have three, four, five million dollars in their campaign fund, and for us to get our message out, we need your listeners' help. We need their support. Donald Rainwater, you're the best. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, sir. You have a great rest of your day. And Casey, yeah, try to do the best you can to have a good day with, <laughs> with, with him next to you. Thank you for the support. I appreciate that. Absolutely. <laughs> You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.